So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. All right, testimonial of the day is from Big Booty G. Big Booty G says the content shared here is invaluable. As a second year agent, I stay hungry for information, for the best tools, tips, and golden nuggets to grow my business and become the expert to my clients, as well as becoming a real estate investor. I appreciate how Pat will ask a follow-up question with a guest that was literally on the tip of my tongue to ask. However, I would like to hear from more diverse professionals. Being an African woman, this is important to me as I am sure your diverse audience would appreciate it as well. Keep up the good work and thanks for blessing the real estate community by sharing your years of experience and bringing on quality experts who so willingly share theirs. Adalia Sasanya, Oklahoma City. Adalia, thank you so much. Five stars. I appreciate the feedback and uh, we will certainly eat that feedback for breakfast and have more of a diverse audience. I had somebody come on, you know, I had somebody give me a review about a year ago, said I didn't have enough women on there. And certainly since then, we've put a very hyper focus alert when we're getting guests to get more women and uh, we were successful at that so we will do the same thing with more guests of color and diversity thank you so much i appreciate it keep the comments coming guys i love them and remember i eat feedback for breakfast so give me a one star review if you want or a five star review if you want i don't care and the more reviews we get the better guests we get So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I got some great guests coming out of Con Shahokan, Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) I got uh, Matt Donnelly and Mike Schroka. I say that right, Mike? Yep. You got it. And uh, they're knocking things out of the park there. And uh, I was excited to get them on the show. So without further ado, Matt and Mike, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Pat. We're excited to bring some energy and some value to uh, to your listeners. Yep. Hey, um, guys, why don't you uh, give everybody a rundown on who you are so they can get to know you better? Sure, I'll start, Pat. Mike Soroka. I got licensed in uh, 2000, right out of college. Started with a small brokerage, met up with one of my, one of the guys I had uh, started with. We decided to form a team because we worked at a very small brokerage. Uh, once we started pumping out, you know, 20, 30 deals, which we thought back then was, you know, big time, we were starting to get recruited. So we went over to Cowell Banker in 2007. We're there for about six months, and that's when we met Mr. Donnelly here. And I think one of the things that changed us there was we got into uh, coaching. We got into Mike Ferry coaching, and within the first year, 
of all three of us being together, we did 100 deals um, with no website and not one online lead, just straight prospecting on the phone for FISBOs, expireds, and COIs. So from that point on, I know Matt kind of went on his own a little bit, and uh, he can kind of take it from there and give you an idea of, of how it all came full circle. All right. Yeah, man. So I, yeah. So uh, I started a landscaping business uh, freshman year in college. So within uh, graduated within four years with a degree in IT, and I don't know uh, I don't know crap about computers. So I just continued to to run the landscaping business. It was pretty successful. I had about three hundred clients. Eventually, you know, I got my real estate license because I had nothing else to do in the winter time. Uh, I did a part time for you know a couple years. And then uh, I was just tired of, you know, running the landscaping business. I was the hardest worker, people calling out on me. I was also bartending. I wasn't getting any real estate business from uh, either of those clients. I mean, you know, 30 grand by accident, just uh, selling real estate on the side. So I decided that, uh, you know, I would join up with uh, Mike and his partner then, it was Jeremy, and uh, go full time with real estate. As soon as I quit landscaping and bartending, I started getting a lot of business from those clients. I worked with those guys for a year. I did really well. I went on my own. I started my own uh, my own team. Uh, Mike's partner Jeremy ended up getting a management job down in the city, so they split apart. Me and Mike came full circle and uh, joined our two teams. And then we left Cobalt Banker, came to Keller Williams, and now we're rocking and rolling. Yep. There you go. And and so tell me about your business today. Great. So uh, today we're on pace to sell uh, 200 houses. The past two years we were at 150. Uh, the past 12 months, we go from, just say, September last year to August of this year, we got uh, 155 houses that are sold. Our volume is around $47 million. Average sale price right around $300,000. Year to date for this year, we have, you know, between pending and closed, we have uh, 150 units. We're at $51 million. Our average sale price is up to about $340,000. Wow. Consistent growth, right? All since Absolutely. you picked it up. Yeah, yeah, since we teamed up, we definitely had uh, consistent growth. Leaving the one company uh, and coming to uh, Keller Williams was definitely uh, two step backwards, you know, to take 10 steps forward. It was, uh, it was, a, it was a lot of moving parts, but uh, since we've done that, we wanted to be able to be where we are today and on trajectory to just keep on uh, increasing our business year after year. Right. Wow. Okay. So um, let's get into some nitty gritty then. What is your ECI, guys, your ego commission income, your total income added together, both of you guys, everything? Gross. Yeah. So if you go for the past 12 months, we're at like uh, almost 1.4 million. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Our profit margins are uh, about 37, 38%. If you go for the past 12 months, we're on pace this year for a profit margin of 42%. Okay, so so maybe four hundred and then about five hundred G's. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. And then curiosity uh, as partners, what, how do you guys deal with that five hundred thousand? You just split it down the middle, or what do you do? Yeah, we had to date each other a little bit before we got to that point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just split everything down the middle. We share expenses. We share. Uh, we share everything. Yep, we have an LLC that pays all the expenses, and then we we put our pro, our money in there, and then it works out real easy for accounting purposes too. That's awesome. So, do you guys work buyers and sellers yourselves? No, we've we've gotten away from that, and that was definitely a, a mindset shift. Uh, we do work sellers, but you know we got away from buyers, and we do give away a lot of our sellers now also to uh, to our team members. 
we, so we're got a million dollar house. If you got a million dollar house, you guys work that together, or would just one of you take it and? Just one of us would take it, and we would both split it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. That that's that's good. That's hard to do, right? You know, you get a thirty twenty thousand dollar commission, whatever, and it's like, damn, I got to give half to Matt. You know, so, um, but that, but that's good. I mean, that's what a partnership is. You got to feel good about the balance of it and it's give and take, you know? You know what, Pat, it, it all comes full circle because even if he has a better month, one month and vice versa, it, at the end of the year, it all shakes out to be pretty much even. Yeah. And, our, right. and our focus now too, Pat, is on, it's helping, it's helping our, our, our team members uh, get more deals so that they can make more money. Right. We know that the more that we help them, even though we make less money on each deal, we get time back and we get, you know, that time we can put back into the business to help grow. Yep. That's awesome. Okay. So tell me about your team. What's it look like right now? So uh, we just hired another um, closing coordinator. Basically, she's a client clear coordinator. Uh, we have operations manager and she's in charge of, you know, most of our closings. When a deal goes pending, um, she will take it from the stage where we do negotiations on home inspection and everything that goes in between all the way to the settlement table. And she's been with us for, uh, six years. So she is phenomenal. Um, she's a partner within our business at this point in time. Yep. So she's tied into the, the net profit and everything. We, uh, we, we, we certainly need her to make the wheels go around. Yep. She well, keeps okay. everybody in check. Okay. Okay. So tell me about that. If you don't mind, like what does she get paid? How are you tying her in the profit? What's that mean? So, so there's two ways to do it. Um, she gets a percentage of our uh, net, and then she also get a percentage of uh, the gross that comes in per quarter. Plus, on top of that, what we pay for her for her salary. For salary, right? So, what like what percentage? So, right now we have her at one percent, one percent of net, one percent of growth, and then salaries. You know, probably anywhere between sixty, about sixty grand a year comes out to be for salary. All right, that ain't bad because she's also. Okay, and she's also tied into uh, what we get on the uh, the title as well. Right. That's pretty cool. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, basically, if one percent of gross is fourteen Gs, and one percent of, of net is is another five, so she gets a twenty thousand dollars in bonuses, and then she gets yeah, so that a salary. So that's good. Okay. So all right, keep going. Cool. So so it's Danielle is the operations manager. She runs the operations team. Then you got uh, Lauren, who is uh, essentially. Uh, to say Danielle's assistant with the, with the closing process. And then we have Bree, who's also been with us for a couple of years, and she's our listing manager, uh, and she does a ton of other things for us as well. <laughs> yeah, she handles some of her own personal clients. She'll help us on She'll set some appointments for us. I mean, she's a she, she's pretty versatile. And I, I think that's, a, that's one thing, Pat, that I want to mention between all three of, all three of our back office uh, operations team is they all, they're all licensed. They've all done deals. Um, they can run with a couple of their own deals if they want to, but they're very adverse. And if one's out on vacation or one's out, whatever, another one can step in and they all know each other's roles, which is fantastic. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. 
If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. And we got an intern for the first time this summer, which was which was cool. Yeah. Where, where'd you get that? So through I went to LaSalle University, so uh, I was in a fraternity. I'm part of an alumni association. I just reached out to them. Who do you have that's looking to do an internship? So we paid him ten bucks an hour. I have a truck. He would come to the office, take the train in, use our truck, drop off signs, lock boxes, do odds and ends uh, for us, which uh, it took a lot off a of breeze plate, which was great. Right. That's a great. That's a great way to get a young go getter. Yeah. You know, when I was in the biz too, I um literally I went to a, I went to a school called Frostburg State College in Western Maryland. You may have heard of it actually. There was only four thousand students there, but uh, I think I probably over my career over a hundred. I sold over a hundred houses to fraternity brothers and their families just from Frostburg. Right. Ah, nice. That's cool. You can got to work that network, man. Yeah. It's the easiest yeah. to do to get business. Yep. All right, cool. So let's talk a little bit about um, your first year, you know, together. Uh, I want to, the reason I want to talk about that is because anyone out there thinking about partnering with somebody or thinking about, should I do a partnership or should I do this all on my own? You know, tell me about the ups and downs, you know, what struggles did you have? Uh, Was it easy? Was it hard? And and what systems do you have now in place other than the financial one, which is simply just, you know, cutting the profit right down the middle, uh, which I like. uh, What other systems do you have in place to balance the roles as partners? Well, I can tell you, you know, it it was an easy fit, Pat, because Matt was our was our first buyer's agent. Um, And I think I think what you really look for when you look for a real estate partner or any partner in general uh, in business is, you know, you have a set of strengths and you can't be good at everything. So you try to find somebody that has strengths that you don't have. And when you put those two together, it really helps the situation because, you know, there's a lot of things that he taught me and vice versa, even though I've been in the business longer than he has. And, um, you know, once we knew we were clicking together, we shared some resources and we, Basically said, okay, we'll, we'll date for about six, eight months, see how that works out. We shared the back office resources and, um, you know, it just, it worked so well. We knew we had to take it to the next level. So we got lucky in that aspect. And when I had my first real estate partner, it was kind of the same way. You know, we had two different personality styles dramatically and people would look at us like, how the hell you guys ever become partners? But as much as we didn't have the right personality style to match one another, um, his strengths are my weaknesses and vice versa. And it's kind of the same way with Matt, but I'll tell you what, we have a lot, we sure as have a lot of fun doing shit together. I mean, you know, it, it can be a tough business, but when you have the right mindset and you have somebody that's there supporting you and helping you, it makes all the difference in the world. And, uh, Matt's really good at that. So I think, you know, with that energy that we both bring differently to the team, it makes a huge difference and it's working out tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot funner. I mean, I've had partners in the past and it- it's definitely a lot funner having partners, especially if you have common interests and speak each other's languages and get the same jokes, you know? Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Well, let's talk about your business a little bit. Like, how are you getting sales? How are you getting commissions over and above the, the 
you know, SOI and, and referrals? What are, you, what are you doing? Yeah, so uh, we, we do do a lot of things, and uh, that is where we get the majority of our business from. And what we did a, a little bit different to start getting that business was really, you know, doing extra client appreciation events, doing charity events where we're bringing the, the community together. Besides that, you know, we started, you know, looking for other programs where we can, you know, help out the community. Uh, one of the programs we aligned ourselves with is the Homes for Heroes program. So anyone who's a, a teacher, a police officer, a, pretty much a first responder, uh, or a veteran, we give back 30% of our commission to this Homes for Heroes program. 30? 5%. 30%. It's a big deal. No 5% kidding. goes to the, yeah, 5% yeah. goes to the, uh, the national program, and then the rest of it goes directly back as a check on, on a buyer side, goes directly back to the check to the client within uh, seven days of, of settlement. Okay, wait a minute. So let's slow this down. So is this something that somebody driving down a road listening in uh, Alabama can do, or yeah. is this only a Pennsylvania gig? Yep, yep. This is a national gig. So uh, anyone who's listening right now, there's a you just go for homesforheroes.com. You can look up who your uh, local real estate rep is down there. And you know, it's there's not a whole lot of people who are willing to give away that percentage of your commission. But if you change your mindset and you try to come from a place of abundance instead of scarcity, uh, you know, you'll get that one fireman that you helped out, and he's telling all the other firemen. And same thing for teachers. You know, that's a big deal. These are blue collar workers. So they're getting a check back, you know, for you know two thousand bucks, twenty five hundred dollars, just after they made settlement on a property. It's a really big deal. And is it any civil servant or who qualifies for that? So it's a it's a teacher, a policeman, a fireman, a healthcare worker, and a vet and veterans. Wow! And they just go online, they sign up for it, right? Most people don't even know about. It. So it's just we we market it over in our in our area. Um, and then obviously when we go through the consultation process, we ask them if they're in any of those categories. So why would you ask them? Because like, you know, you have a chance of getting them and, and, and getting a hundred percent of the commission and you know, yeah, so we definitely given away free commission. You know, a lot of deals were, were, we're relatively new. We're about a year into this, uh, almost a year into this right now. So it really sucked in the beginning because the only, you know, the only business that we had to pay it out on was business that we already had coming our way. But uh, we have gotten the referrals business that we probably wouldn't have get a, wouldn't have gotten. So it, it's you know it takes a little bit of time to see that return, but we're starting to see that return now. So do they give you leads? They they do. So you pay for uh, you have to belong to a specific area to market specifically in that area to the different you know just say police stations and, and fire stations. But you can represent anyone who's a who matches any of that criteria. That's one of your clients. You just can't market to other people's territories. I got you. Well, yeah, it's good. I mean, especially at, here's the thing, you know, especially with these warm leads, right? I mean, if you get a hot lead, like let's say a referral and you know, you're going to close them, right? You could probably roll with it without giving that 30% back if they're a teacher or firefighter or whatever. But uh, these cold leads and these warm leads, it's almost like you should ask right up front, you know, after you, you answer the phone, are you a civil servant or you come up with some sentence that doesn't take too long, you know, yeah, I would just ask that. Are you a civil servant? And they go, well, yeah, actually I'm a teacher or actually, you know, I'm a, I work at a hospital or, or whatever, or just ask them, what do you do for a living? And then immediately go into that. And that's like a hook, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what uh, really some of our thing. agents have been pretty good with. Yep. And uh, some of our agents ha have been pretty good with that. Um, where, you know, with these online leads, you know, they're talking to a couple different agents, but you give that hook and no one else has given that 
Um, so as long as you can follow that up with the with the face to face consult, uh, it's been working out well. Right. We've been getting some higher end deals. Still. Yeah, and then I would even have them figure out the numbers. I'd be like, you know, you're buying a house, you know, for five hundred thousand. Uh, average commission is going to be, you know, uh, you know, let's say thirteen thousand, and so you're gonna you know, most likely get back between a thousand and fifteen hundred and cash within ten days of closing. Would that be of interest to you? You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were able to, you know, really use that even locally. Uh, I got my my family doctor. He represent. I got him to represent me, uh, or I represented him on the sale and buy at his house. Mike's using uh, his eye doctor. We just got someone else, uh, a team member, Mary Kay did. So we're having all of our agents go to their, you know, their dentist, their doctor, their eye doctor. And really work that angle, right? It helps them. It helps the newer agents uh, build a sphere as well. So I mean, you know, it's nice to get into a niche that they can utilize, and it's been working for people. So it helps a lot of the newer agents that are on our team. Yeah, and and a guarantee of that eye doctor is other realtors getting you know uh, getting glasses from them. Exactly. Guaranteed. Exactly. Guaranteed. Yep. To the point where you might not even want to ask, right? Like like if you're at the dentist. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but I, I imagine a lot of agents, you know, when they go to the dentist, they probably don't ask, do you have a real estate agent, right? They just go, oh, well, he knows I'm a realtor, da, 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 you know? But then there's seven other realtors get their teeth cleaned, and this is a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was funny uh, with my family doctor. He's a, he's a new doctor that was there, and, you know, you just have that initial conversation, and I'm always feeling out, got the... Uh, the antenna's up to see if someone's on the cusp of buying or selling. So we just started having that conversation that he was potentially, you know, looking to buy and let him know I was a real estate agent. And I'm a part of this great program. We give back X amount of money. And I think that was a big hook for him. Yeah, absolutely. It was conversation starter, right? I mean, that, you know, yep. hey, did you know about this? I'm the, I'm the rep for this zip code that you're in, you know, something you can get with me. Just thought I'd throw that out. Didn't you feel good because you're, you're actually, you know, doing him a favor, right? You're giving him something, giving him a gift. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a, I think doctors obviously uh, buying a little bit of a higher price range. That that's a bigger, bigger that uh, mission that's coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't even think about that. That's awesome. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 All right. So what would you say like your biggest frustration is now in building a team and what are you doing to curate that? And, you know, give me some ideas, give me some systems and some, some software, things like that that you're using. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, with us doing all the, 
all the advertising that we do, we come across a lot of people and uh, I've gotten pretty good at the recruiting side of things. Of course, there's always, always room for improvement, but you know, at, at the end of the day, when you identify talent and it doesn't have to be just in the real estate side, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that are talented. They'll be good business people that could be awesome in real estate. So mm-hmm. I think one thing that we've got better at doing was identifying really good talent, whether, you know, they're law firms, whether they're accountants. We just hired a guy recently that got his real estate license that was a really good CPA. And when we start going through that network of of just going through people that we know and putting stuff out on social media, hey, we have opportun- opportunities for people. Um, you'd be surprised the amount of people that are actually in good careers but maybe just sick of what they're doing and they're making good money, but they just want to have a little more freedom, a little bit more opportunity, a different atmosphere. So I think the biggest thing for me personally is I've stopped looking for just agents that had the real estate license and maybe widening my search of coming across other good professionals that would be awesome with customer service and know the numbers and just present themselves really well. So our team leader for Keller Williams uh, meets with us, Tim. He meets with us once a week to identify certain talent in uh, different areas or different parts of our region that have the real estate license. And uh, we brainstorm and come up with different thoughts and different ways to go after these people and meet them at different events. And we're always out trying to uh, present ourselves, you know, represent our team. So I think that has given us a lot of opportunity to come across some good talent and help us really build our team within the last year. Yeah, absolutely. Makes a lot of sense, you know. You know, the real estate industry, I think, is a much more respected industry in better markets. So it's like, you know, now you see engineers and accountants and people with very professional jobs where they can make us, you know, $65,000 a year salary getting into real estate uh, simply because they could not only make more than that, but mainly for the freedom. It's, It's like, why do people Uber drive, right? I think a lot of the the attraction to Uber driving is that, uh, oh, I can work whenever the hell I want, right? I can take off two weeks and no one will, will care versus, you know, going to work for a cab company, right? Where you're beholden to this company and you have a boss and all that stuff. And I think people see that in the real estate industry too. And, it, and even though they might not take a month off, it's still attractive to them psychologically to be like, oh yeah, well, I have a sense of relief if I've become a real estate agent versus um, uh, you know, an engineer for 10 years or a dentist or a CPA. Does that make sense? It, it does. And you know, the cool part about it is you're not just hiring somebody like out of school. It doesn't have like a work ethic or a schedule. You know what I mean? When you take somebody from a professional background, they've already understand that, you know, because most people will get into real estate because I, I want to make a million bucks, but I want to work 10 hours a week. Like, you know what I mean? You, you get that there's people coming out of college, I think, and not a, obviously I'm not stereotyping people coming out of college, but because um, I was out of college once. But the whole point of the matter is when you get somebody from that background that's been professional and had some success, then they know, hey, I have to have a, a, a ethic and I have to have a work schedule. I can come in and treat it like a nine-to-five job. And then all you got to do is teach them the, the skill set of real estate. And then it's, it's a lot easier than sometimes hiring another agent from another company, right? And then you have to retrain them because they've already learned bad skills. So it's like, it's like doing double the work. I got to retrain them and then train them again to make sure they follow our system. So sometimes it's a little bit easier taking somebody without a real estate license to get them licensed and starting, starting that way. Yeah, yeah. Now, you guys have an office 
uh, outside of the regular where all the other agents are, right? You, that was one of your things. You wanted to be away from the other agents. Tell me about why you wanted that and, and how, you, how you created that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily going to be away from the other agents. There are, you know, you know, great agents in every office, but we really like creating our own atmosphere so that we know, you know, we're not beholden to, you know, just say there's a, a couple bad hires that the uh, the managing broker makes, and there's people who are, you know, wasting your time trying to, you know, just talk your ear off and they're just negative about what's going on in the in the world in general. You know, so we have our own space. We have our, our team in here. We get to create our own atmosphere. We have our conference room, which we can we set up. You know, Mondays we have sales trainings every Monday. Tuesday we have our team meeting every Tuesday, and then sporadically, you know, we're doing you know role playing buyer consultations and listing presentations and how to go over a contract. So we just have control, which is uh, you know it, taking our business to the next level and creating what you know creating a, an atmosphere and a culture that people wanted to be a part of. You know, was very important to us, and we were able to do that here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Pat, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than going into an office where nobody wants to be, and everyone's negative. And then you then you think your reasons not to want to go to the office, and that's that's completely different from us. I mean, we got the music pumping, we're laughing, we're having a good time. Yeah, everyone's making money, yeah. and it's just it's an awesome. It, it's very contagious when you get something like that going. Yeah. People want to be a part of it. I've I always felt the same way. You know, I used to when when I was rising, I in the business, I can remember going into the office. I, I was at Remax at that time, and I. I would go in the office and I'd be like, let me not make eye contact because it, for me, it was, it was a time management. I mean, it was a cultural thing, but it was also a time management thing. Like I, like I had 15 minutes between, you know, four listing appointments that I had that day or, or, or whatever. And I, you know, didn't, couldn't afford to be like, Hey, how you doing? Da -da 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 -da. So I'll be like, zoom, 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 right. you know, very almost uptight. Even though I'm not an uptight person, they saw me as the, the receptionist used to call me. Uh, there was a show called Frasier, and he had a brother named Niles, and she used to call me Niles because he was so uptight. And anyway, anyway she just saw me as uptight because I'd be always like whiz right by. I'd be like, hey, Laura, hey, don't. And so. But they don't understand. Yeah, it's like they don't understand that, you know, when you're, when you're a busy, very producer, productive agent, <laughs> your, your time schedule is minimal. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes is, is all you have. You exactly don't have time to talk to someone. You put your head down. You're not trying to be rude, but you got to make money. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, awesome. Well, guys, let's wrap this up uh, with our flagship question, and that, that is this. Let's say that I took uh, – I'm going to say uh, – let's, let's say I'll take, you know, you guys as a partner, partners, and then I'm going to take 10 other partnerships, right? 10 other partnerships of agents, Right, so I got 20 agents on an island. Now, on this island, we have, you know, commerce. There's people buying and selling things, real estate, everything. Every partnership gets about five grand. They get a laptop, computer, and a phone, and they've got 90 days to sell as many houses as they come they can in that 90-day period. The thing is, you don't know anybody. Nobody knows anybody. Whoever sells the most houses in that 90 days, it's like the amazing race. The, the partnership that sells the most houses in the next 90 days gets $10 million. How are you guys going to win this game? What do you think, Mike? You want to give me your answer and I'll give mine? Yeah, I'll, I'll take everyone out to the bar. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get those other, those other 19 pretty drunk. They'll be sleeping and I'll go out and close some deals. <laughs> That's a win. Mike has a good idea. We talked about this earlier. Yeah, I mean, listen. You know, at the end of the day, I think 
we teach leverage here, right? You know, I think that's a big thing for Keller Williams culture. Plus, you know, us as a team, you know, you leverage people's strengths, you know, and I think even if you had five grand or whatever, I would try to leverage the people that were on the island and say, listen, here's what we'll do. We'll get somebody that we'll have a bus, somebody throw a party, right? And for you to get into the party, you have to bring a referral or you have to sign a listing contract or buyer contract with us. And whoever comes to the party, puts their name in a hat, and then they get the $5,000 as a drawing gift. But I'd leverage the people, I'd leverage the people on the island, you know, the person's the cook, the person that's the party planner, and I'd say, listen, we will leverage our time if you leverage your time, meaning, you know, we'll sell your house, we'll find your house for a very discounted price, if not free. But at the end of the day, for you to be considered part of this drawing, you have to bring a referral from somebody you know, or you have to be in, the, in business yourself for us to be able to help you. And then who wouldn't want to make $5,000 bringing a referral for somebody that they know? So I think that's how we would, we would use leverage. Something along those lines. To make, yeah. Something along those lines. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it reminds yeah. me of a couple of things. I know Saul Z in Chicago, he has a thing where every quarter, like every 90 days, he gives away ten thousand dollars to the agents in his MLS, and it basically the only way you qualify for it is to sell one of his listings. So that'd be cool. That is. So every quarter he gives away ten grand, and you know there might be like thirty agents that qualify if he's selling ten houses a month, or ninety agents that qualify if he's selling. Yeah, 30 agents, or whatever. However many houses, it doesn't matter. And it, it shows him as being the agent who the other agents like. Because a lot of agents, you know, carry a reputation that the other agents hate them, right, right. or wrong. It just right. exists, especially if you get big. And there was something else I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, people hate Matt. I, see, people <laughs> hate Matt and love me. So I, I know exactly how you're, what you're saying, Pat. Do you I guys do that? Do you have, like, good cop, bad cop? Do you, like, switch back clients back and forth based on how it's going? Uh, typically, it's, it's, you know, if Mike's running with a client, he's running with it. If I'm running with a client, I'm running with it. If we need each other's support, then uh, we'll, we'll certainly jump in. But for the most part, it's, uh, you're, you're running with your own client unless, unless you need some help. You know, and actually, Pat, that's a good point. I mean, you know, one thing that we say, when we, when we, especially when we get listings, and I think it's true, when they see our sign out on the, on the front yard, I mean, the agents want to work with us because we don't really let many deals fall through unless it's completely out of our, out of our control. Um, you know, when we, we get something under contract, we're going to do everything we can do to get that to closing. Our, our fallout ratio is so minimal. I mean, maybe like 2%. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. So, you know, people want to work with us because my, our staff is so great that, you know, we, we actually get them to the table. So I think it's, it's a plus when you leverage that out too. That's awesome. Well, look, guys, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, you know, I wish the best of you. If I'm, if I'm in, in your area, I won't even try to pronounce your township. Gotcha, <laughs> Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Where does that even come from, right? What, is that an Indian word? Is that like a, Indian, yeah. It is. It is. You should see we got the Schuylkill River. We got Maniunk, Kuncha Hawkins. Yeah. They're, all, they're all American Indian names uh, from back in the, in the 1700s, 1800s. Interesting. Okay, cool. Well, anyways, uh, you know, if I'm ever in that area, I'll definitely uh, look you up. We'll get together and break some bread. There you go. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. 
I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.